this is Jace from the Comic Source coming to you live from the floor of San Diego Comic Con. I'm here with creator Jeffrey Brown. Uh, you may know that name from Batman, Robin, and Howard in the DCYA line. Uh, and uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to me, Jeffrey. Yeah, thank you. So what I find so interesting, there's some news that dropped everybody, uh, really exciting, and we're going to get to that in a second. But I, I have to ask you, because when we talk about Batman, whether it's the movies or the, the regular Batman comic, it's so dark, it's so mature, it's so gritty, but he's still a character beloved by children. So is there any sort of challenge, or you just do what you want to do with Batman and don't worry so much about where things are in, in kind of the larger Batman world? Like, Talk to me a little bit about that development. Yeah, I mean, I think, it, if anything, it's less of a worry and more of an advantage. One of the great things about Batman is that there are so many different versions, and people are kind of used to that. And so instead of being something that, like, holds me back, it's something, like, I can build on. So people kind of know this dark side of, of Batman, and um, that's kind of there, and it makes it more humorous when I tap into, like, the more humorous side. And like, like, like So it, my Batman, is he's a dad. And as any teenager knows, your dad is like a goofball. Right. He's like embarrassing and awkward. And so um, that awkward kind of side of Batman, I get to, to bring out. And, it, and because readers are, are generally familiar with like, oh, Batman. Right. Then that adds to the humor of, of the situation. Well, for any of our listeners who aren't familiar with uh, the, the YA book that you did, Batman, uh, Robin, and Howard, why don't you give everybody the elevator pitch if they are curious what it's yeah, about. Yeah, so, so in my story, uh, we have uh, Batman, who is Bruce Wayne, and Bruce Wayne has a son, Damien, and Damien is, of course, Robin. Right. Um, so so at the same time, Batman and Robin are patrolling the streets. Uh, Bruce Wayne is also, you know, like trying to get Damien to make sure he does his homework and all that. Right, um, eats his vegetables. And so they, Damien kind of messes up on patrol as Robin one day, and um, he gets grounded, and he also gets uh, transferred to a new school. And um, so, so his dad thinks this will be good for him. It's a new experience. And Damien shows up at the school, and there's this kid, Howard. And Howard is kind of like, like one of the all-star athletes, and he's like one of the best students, and he's a hard worker. Everybody likes him. He gets along with everybody, and... Damien shows up and Howard thinks, I'm going to show Damien around the school and Damien kind of has this attitude and and their relationship starts off kind of rocky. They're like kind of rivals. Like they both think like, wait, I'm the I'm the popular smart kid who is also like great at soccer. Um, and as the story goes, then like they end up realizing they have a lot in common and um, they become friends and they have to solve a mystery because... Uh, at some point, Batman goes AWOL and he disappears and Damien doesn't know where he is and of course he can't ask Batman to help him find him because it's Batman that's missing. So, um, And yeah, it was a lot of fun to do a book that kind of like looked at this other side of Batman and of also of Robin who, you know... Um, 
in the comics has a lot of attitude. He's um, very like kind of self-serious, and um, so I kind of like tried to take it a step back and portray a younger Robin and kind of what he would be like in middle school. So really what we're talking about, we're talking about taking these iconic characters, putting your own spin on it. Because as you said earlier, Batman, just as a character, and I've heard other creators say this, he just lends himself, you can sort of tell any kind of story yeah. with Batman. D Damien kind of similarly. So uh, we mentioned some news that just dropped uh, at the show at the YA panel Sunday morning. Uh, why don't you let everybody know uh, what the big news is? Yeah, so the, the big news is there's, there's a sequel to Batman and Robin and Howard. You know, I finished the first book and I had only intended it to be a, a one-off and then if I I did another book with DC, maybe I do some other characters. Um, but as I worked on ideas, I realized like these ideas I have would actually be great if Robin and Howard were back and like going on some new adventures. So it's uh, it's Batman and Robin and Howard's Summer Breakdown. Um, and it's going to be released initially as like three standalone issues that will be collected later. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited. There's a uh, some some new villains and some new friends and um, no school because it's summer break. Cool. Yeah, and I think 64 pages each, so it'll end up being a right around the same length. Yeah, as it'll the be first like a one, little right? longer than the first right. one in the end. So. so was it like coming home to get back in that headspace to work on these characters? Again? Yeah, you know, it's 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 almost like I had no choice. And you know, after the first book, people ask like, "Oh, is there going to be more Batman and Robin and Howard?" And um, and I, you know, I really grown to like enjoy writing these characters and so yeah it was just it was really natural it was just like it was almost like like coming home but it was like it was almost like coming home because I like you know went to the store and then I was like now I'm back home and like everyone's here and the dog's happy to see me yeah is this one of the favorite things that you know from your fans that you've done yeah I mean like so and um, I've been fortunate to do work with lots of different properties. Of course, I'm probably best known for all the Star Wars work, and my, my most recent book was Thor and Loki. Right. Um, but, you know, I'd never done anything with DC, and Batman was, like, one of those characters, like, like he's been in my sketchbooks since I was a kid, even though... Um, as maybe more of a Marvel guy growing up, and but uh, so like getting the chance to like tell a Batman story was you know like it's, it's been great, and the fact that fans have responded and like like as Bat like you know, as Batman fans like know that like okay I did I did write by Batman right yeah kind of bucket list thing checked yeah. off. Now for uh, listeners that don't realize, uh, Jeffrey is a cartoonist, so you're writing and you're drawing. So talk to me a little bit about process. Do you write out a script? Do you just kind of do thumbnails? Like, talk to us about the, the actual yeah. crafting of the story. Yeah. So it's 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 strange because my I don't really write a script. I kind of work out an outline um, with my editor, and we kind of go back and forth about the basics. And from there, I just jump to a like a, a first rough draft. But the first rough draft, it's like stick figures and thumbnails. So it's it's pretty rough. Like there's like placeholder dialogue, and you know, like I. I'm not too worried about specifics. It's more of like the general, like here's how the story will flow and here's what's going to happen. Um, and so the outline gives me kind of a good basis for for the 
key points of the story, but there's a lot of room to like let things happen. Um, but it's still rough enough that in the next draft, I can like more surprising things can happen. Um, and so, so after we go over all the notes for the first draft, then I do a second rough draft that's that's more finished art. It's it would almost be like the pencil stage of, mm -hmm. of, of like your normal comic. Um, so I, everything's drawn kind of about the same size that I'll draw the final art and um, send it back to the editors and get all my notes again, fix any story problems, and then I do the final art, which is I use, uh, you know, I've drawn this rough draft on a really thin kind of moleskin sketchbook paper, right? and then I lay Bristol on that and use a light box, so the, the rough draft kind of becomes my, my guide for the final art, and I, you know, fix the composition, make the handwriting a lot neater, and... And really gives you a chance, so, as you said, to, you know, as you work on this, an idea, oh, this should change, or this panel should be like that. Yeah, definitely. Got, yeah, and there's always, like, like especially there's always places where, um, you know, there's room for a different joke or room to add something. And sometimes, like, like I haven't thought of it until, the, until I'm sitting down to draw that final page, the final art for that page, and then I realize, like, that's the idea. Yeah. Um, and... And so I've learned to, like, like it's better to, instead of, like, making sure I have all those ideas at the, the very start, like, sometimes I'll, sometimes I'll literally, it'll be a dialogue balloon and it'll just say joke in it. And I was like, I know there's going to be a joke there. I haven't quite cracked right. what the joke will be, but I know it's some joke about something and, like, but I'll figure it out, but I'm not going to, like, hold up the whole draft to, to figure that out. And so I just get the story down and then let those things come naturally over time when, when the ideas hit. Yeah, the other thing as a creator, right, you're bringing your own experiences, your own kind of life uh, kind of thing, and I, so I know it's a very broad question. Like, oh, what inspired this? What inspired that? You, are, you, are you a family man? You have I am a family yourself? man, so yeah, I have two sons, and um, you know, I, and so for this, for this book, um, one of the dynamics is, is, you know, Damien's an only child, and Howard has a little sister, and so, you know, like, so part of it is, like, drawing on, like, like, okay, when I was a kid, and I had, like, friends who didn't have siblings, and, like, what was their toy closet like compared to mine, Right. You know? And it's, like, a, it's maybe, a lot of it's, like, just subconsciously trying to channel that, like, like, how did it feel, like, when you're in middle school, and you think, like, you know the answer, and then so someone else raises their hand and says the answer right before you um, and so yeah I always like even when I'm when I'm doing something like Batman I'm like trying to draw on those experiences and of course the, the big thing is it's like so I'm, I'm I am that awkward embarrassing dad right my mother son is is 16 now so I'm at the height embarrassment potential for him I feel so. like though you you have like a little bit more of a license like say maybe than I do for the dad jokes like but it's my job right my wife yeah. And daughter give me a bad time about my dad jokes all the time, but yeah, I I, I actually like to do dad jokes just for the purpose of like because I know like like it's just like it's just like I'm doing it intentionally like I know it's like a horrible dad joke um, yeah 100 percent it's so, like yeah. you're poking the bear yes. like oh you think yes. that it's, it's, yesterday's like, dad like, joke was like, bad wait to hear today it's like so you're still gonna get this dad joke here so. well uh, exciting news about the sequel Jeffrey I know your fans are gonna be very excited. Uh, everybody, if you haven't checked it out, you can go right now. Uh, bookstore, 
Sellers, Amazon, what have you, Batman, Robin, and Howard. It's available now, and uh, I think no, I want to say November. Yeah, I think, I think the first the first issue will be out around November. <laughs> So, listeners, you have time to go read the first one and then be itching for that uh, sequel like I am. So, Jeffrey, thanks so much for yeah, taking the time. Yeah, thank you for talking to me. Yeah, really appreciate it. You can find the Comic Source Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whichever podcasting app you prefer. Please tell all your friends about us, subscribe, and rate us. The readings really help with our visibility and our ability to reach new listeners, especially five-star reviews on Apple. Also be sure to visit us at lrmonline.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover all our other great pop culture content. If you want to email us, the email address is thecomicsourceblog at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash thecomicsource. Do a search for The Comic Source on Facebook and Instagram to follow us on those social platforms. All three spots are great places to find out when we release new episodes as well as follow all our convention coverage. So once again, we want to thank everyone for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.